better tighten that a little bit. Felt like it was uh, got the wiggles in it. So. Well, good morning. And uh, if you have your Bibles today, and I hope that you do, uh, turn with me to Ephesians chapter six. We've been looking over the last few weeks uh, at the. Uh, armor of God, and we haven't looked at every single piece of the armor, but we've looked at select different pieces of the armor, and today we want to bring those messages to a close with the very last thing that is communicated, and it is not another piece of the armor, but rather it is our armor's communication tool. And so uh, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18, After we've been given the list of the armor, then he says this, With all prayer and petitions, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that utterances may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. So, We have to think about the fact that we, as followers of Christ, we have a battle to fight and an enemy to stand against and to overcome. We have been given an armor. God's given us, laid it out in the Scripture. Here is your armor to go into battle against the enemy. And He calls us, to put on the full suit of armor, that we need every one of these pieces in order to be able to do battle uh, against Satan. Some of the pieces that he has given us are uh, offensive tools that we can be on the attack, if you would. Some of them are (coughs) defensive tools that we have the ability to defend ourselves from the attack that is coming. And Paul opens his teaching by saying this, When you have done everything you can to stand, stand firm. In other words, take all of these pieces of armor, take everything that I've given you, and stand firm, prepare yourself for the battle. Now he closes the thought of this teaching with the instructions in regards to our communication tool, and that is prayer. He says to us that prayer is an essential tool for a soldier to be able to communicate to his commander. And our commander communicates to us through his word, and we communicate back to him through our prayer life. And so as we think about that in relationship to what Paul is writing here, the picture that he's painting for us is that we are soldiers going into battle. And he's given us all of the armor, everything that we need to protect ourselves, And to be on the offensive. And he says, but one thing, last thing that you need, and that is a communication tool. And the communication tool is our prayer life. And our communication back to our commander after we have read his word, which is his communication to us. And so there are three things that I want us to see about this prayer life that he speaks of today in regards to the communication tool that he's given us in the midst of the battle. The first one is the necessity of prayer. It is absolutely, positively essential 
for us to be victorious or to us to have any chance of victory in the battle. In World War I, the Germans had such an inferior means of communication. The commanders could not control, they could not coordinate, they could not direct a huge modern army. Even though they had this great army, even though they had all of these tools in order to do battle, they could not effectively communicate, they could not effectively give direction and and move the army around because of the lack of communication. As they marched through Belgium and northern France, the plan fell apart because of the lack of communication. It forced a halt in the plan and the advancement and subsequent withdrawal that led to a crushing defeat at the hands of General Paul von Hindenburg in the Battle of Tannenberg. And and so it was a communication tool. It wasn't a military problem. They had the soldiers. They had the manpower. They had the, the machinery that they needed. They had the weaponry that they needed. They had all of the things that they needed to be successful. The problem was they could not effectively communicate. They could not move their armies and their forces in the, in the proper manner in order to, to make a stand, to advance, in order to have victory. And so they faced a great defeat. In any military campaign, good communication is essential. To live one day without reading the Word of God, which is the commander's communication to us, to, to live one day without our prayer life and our communication to the commander would set us in a position for defeat, would set us in a position for failure. If we go into battle day by day without reading God's Word and allowing our commander to communicate to us, without our prayer life and allowing us to communicate to the commander, without an effective means of communication, we are in the position for certain defeat in our spiritual lives. We have to understand the necessity, the essential need for an effective prayer life, which includes the reading of God's Word. When we go into a time of prayer, we should always go with God's Word. God's Word is His communication to us. Our prayers are our communication to Him. And we need both of them in order to have a conversation, in order to have communication. And it is essential, it is necessary that without it, certain failure and defeat awaits us. And so we go into life and and there are times that we go for periods without being in God's Word. We go through periods without having effective prayer. And when we do, we meet defeat in life. We feel it. We feel that, boy, there are times that I'm on the mountaintop. Spiritually, everything is going great. Spiritually, everything is wonderful. Man, God is in control. Life is awesome. I want to praise Him. I want to celebrate. But then suddenly we find ourselves in the valley. Suddenly we find ourselves discouraged, defeated, disappointed in the way life is going, in our relationship with the Lord, in our spiritual journey. And if we'll look, I can almost guarantee you that when we find ourselves in those valleys, there has been a period prior to that 
that we have neglected our communication to our commander. That in the midst of the battle, that in the midst of the fight, we have had victory, we have celebrated, everything's going great. And in the midst of that, we, we neglect his word, we neglect our prayer life, and we neglect our communication with the commander. It is absolutely essential and necessary that we are in his word every day and that we are praying every day and communicating with the commander. The second thing I see in our text today is this, the variety of prayer. That there are many different aspects to prayer. In fact, he says this with all prayer and supplication. So there are two different ideas that he communicates here in regards to the variety of prayer. We can pray, <coughs> excuse me, on a variety uh, of occasions and we can pray for different needs. Gary, it's okay. I, I, I plan for today. <clears throat> just in case. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't going to happen, but just in case, I, I was prepared. Thank you, though, for, for thinking of me. A variety of occasions and differing needs and, and methods of communication in our prayer life. So he talks about supplication. This idea of a supplication is a pleading for and asking earnestly for something of great importance. It, it has this, this urgency to it, that there's something in our life. It, it's almost the image of, of someone, if you would, pleading for the other party to spare their life. It's that kind of urgency. It's that kind of pleading that we find in this word supplication. And so there are supplications in our prayers, and it is a, a pleading for something of great importance in our life. There are prayers of confession, and we know what those are. Those are simply confessing uh, of our sin, uh, of our shortcomings, uh, confessing our faults and our failures, communicating to God as we confess those things to Him. And uh, <clears throat> I had a... A gentleman one time, uh, a part of a church early on when I was very young in my ministry, and, um, and he said, well, I don't need to pray to God. God already knows everything. I don't need to, to confess my sins to God because God already knows my sins. And I said, I, said, I, I understand that God knows everything. And God already knows the sin of my heart, the failures in my life. He knows that. I said, but it's just like you and your children. You know things about your children. You know things about their life. But you want them to communicate with you so the two of you can work through those things together. And I said, God desires to communicate to us. And that's why He has given us the avenue of prayer and the opportunity to confess is that we can be honest with Him and understand that even in my honesty of talking about my sin to Him, and I'm talking about spe being specific, not just, oh God, forgive me, I've sinned, but talking about our sin. Talking to Him about why that sin occurred and how it occurred in our life. And then asking Him to help us, to protect us, to give us the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom and understanding, not to repeat that in our life. He wants that communication. 
He wants to talk to us. He wants us to talk to Him. He wants us to communicate with one another so that we can work through things together in life. He wants to be there to help us. But He needs us to be honest with Him about what's going on in our life. We need to communicate to Him so that we know that He is listening and He's prepared to help us with things in our life. He talks about petitions. If we read a little bit later in that verse, he talks about petitions on behalf of the saints. Uh, or, or he talks about petitions and, and, uh, and prayers on behalf of the saints. And the petitions is a little bit different than supplication. Supplication is that urgent pleading for a, a specific need major thing in my life. Petitions are asking for the daily things of life. Petitions are asking Him to sustain us, asking Him to encourage us. Asking, so, so it's not a, a pleading in the idea of the supplications that there is this urgent need right now, but it's a petition to say, God, I need Your hand on me to help me to do the job that I do so that I can provide for my family each and every day. That's a petition. It's a petition here. It's not an urgent pleading for something that, that's wrong in my life, but, but it's, a, it's a petition asking for the different daily needs, moment-by-moment moment needs in my life. Guidance for every day in our life. Then he talks about intercession. Praying on behalf of others. Intercessory prayer is so critical in our life and our journey. How many times... Have you, have you had something in your life and someone says to you, well, we'd be praying for you? That's a petition. I, I'm sorry, I, I, that, that is uh, not a petition. See, I've got them all. It's intercession. Intercessory prayer is praying on behalf of someone else. It's lifting up someone else's need. For instance, in our life as, as parents, we pray for our children. We pray for God's guidance in their life. We pray for them to be safe. We pray for their success in life. We pray for their happiness in life. That's intercession, praying on behalf of others. When someone is ill, every Sunday morning, we ask for, for prayer needs, and we pray an intercessory prayer. We're praying on behalf of others for a need in their life, whatever that might need, need might be. And uh, I'm thankful that we have, uh, as we did this morning, an unspoken concern. We can still pray on their behalf. God knows the need. God knows what's there. But He hears us asking on their behalf for Him to meet that need in their life. And so intercessory prayer is an important part of our prayer life. And then finally, and we can't talk about all of the, the different avenues of prayer today, but finally I want to talk about thanksgiving. Prayer of thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude for the blessings that we've received from the Lord in our life. It's saying to Him, thank you for all that you have done and that you are doing and that you will do. It's saying that we value and appreciate what He has done. Our prayer of thanksgiving that we give in regards to the blessings that He has provided for us in our life. And so we see, as we talk about communication and prayer life, that there are different varieties of prayers or parts of prayers that we pray. Much like a communication in a military. Sometimes in the military there are communications to attack, to advance, and to move forward. 
Sometimes there's a communication to hold and stay where you are. Hold the ground. Stay where you are. Sometimes there's communication to retreat. Sometimes there's simple communication that we need you to move laterally to this direction or that we need you to do this or that. And and so there are a variety of different forms or needs that are communicated through the military communication to the soldiers. Same thing holds true in our spiritual life that there are a variety of means of communication of the differing circumstances and situations in our lives that we can communicate to our commander and he in turn can communicate to us. Brings us to the third and final thing very simply this morning. And that is persistence in prayer. I want to go back to the text for just a moment. Read through that again with me if you still have your Bibles open. And look at what he says. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. Pray at all times in the Spirit. Notice his connection of the Spirit. We're going to see that again in a moment in another passage here. Notice the connection of the Holy Spirit in regards to our prayer life. Notice that He is essential and an essential part of our prayer life. Pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Be on the alert with all perseverance, continuing, persistent, this idea of perseverance and petition for all the saints of continuing steadfast in our prayer life. That it's not just, oh, I I pray about something and then I just let it go. But that he says there needs to be a persistence in our prayer. There needs to be a consistency in our prayer. That we are continually communicating with the Father. And in that continual communication, that we are receiving His direction for our life. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verses 16 through 19, it says this, Rejoice always. Love that. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Some translation says, uh, pray without ceasing. Okay? Pray continually. Give thanks. There's that thanksgiving prayer that we talked about. In all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Then listen, do not quench the Spirit. Again, there's the tie of our prayer life to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit being an integral part of our prayer and communication to the commander and hearing his direction for our life. But notice what he said, pray without ceasing. Pray continually. Pray always. Rejoice always. Pray always continuing. Giving thanks in all circumstances. Notice what he says, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It is God's desire, it is God's will for our life that we be in consistent and continual prayer. Now, does that mean that I am on my knees and my eyes head bowed and my eyes closed, praying all the time, all day long, every day in my life? No, it's not what it means. It means being in consistent, continual communication with the commander. As a soldier in the field, there is not this idea of, of their continually, moment by moment, second by second, talking to the commander. But the avenue of communication is always open so that any moment, at any time, they can communicate to the commander and the commander can communicate to the soldier in the field. 
Same thing is true for us spiritually. Pray continually. It is the idea of being in the attitude of prayer. Uh, being in the, the, uh, our, our hearts, being in tune with prayer. So that at any moment we can communicate to the commander and the commander can communicate to us. So we have to ask ourselves, are there things that I do in my life that take me away from an open avenue of communication to my commander? Are there places that I go, people that I'm involved with, things that I do, places that I put myself, that I am not in a position to communicate at any moment with my commander? And if those things exist, then we need to remove them from our life. We need to continually put ourselves in a position that at any second, at any moment, at any time, the Father can communicate to us and we can communicate to Him. And, and that we would not be caught in a position where we would not want the Father to know that we're there. We would not be caught in, in the company of someone that we would not want the Father to know that we're in their company, but that we are continually in an attitude and a position that we can communicate to the Father and He can communicate to us and allow the Spirit then to effectively work in our lives. And that type of communication is what helps us in the spiritual journey to avoid defeat. It's that kind of communication that when we enter into the battle against the evil one and he's firing those fiery darts at us and we go back and we talk about all of the, the suit of armor that God has given us to defend against those attacks that we are prepared to defend and we have the strength to defend because we are continually in communication with the Father, the commander of his army. And so we have to understand the importance of prayer, the power of prayer, the purpose of prayer in our lives as we continue our spiritual journey. Understanding that all of the armor in the world will not help us if we are not in communication with the commander, if he is not giving us direction, if he is not not motivating and moving our life in the way that He would want us to go if He's not there to help us because we haven't been in communication with Him in regards to the attacks that are coming. And so we have all this armor. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful thing. But He says without communication, we will not find success in the spiritual journey. We will not find success in the spiritual battle. We will meet with defeat. If we do not consistently, day by day, moment by moment, communicate to the Father and allow Him in turn to communicate to us. That's why the Scripture talks about hiding the Word of God in our hearts. Is that I don't have to have my Bible to open up and, and to go, oh, what does the Bible say about this? Or what does God's Word say about that? Or how does it address this circumstance or that situation? But I know what God's Word says. I've hidden that truth and that Word in my heart. I can call it to my memory. I'm not talking about every single little word. I'm talking about the principles and the commandments and the edicts and the, and the direction of His Word to our lives and to circumstances and situations. And I need to know His Word. 
and hide it in my heart that the commander can communicate to me through that word at any moment at any time and that I in turn through my prayer life can communicate back to him and he said it is in that type of communication in the wearing of the armor that God has provided for us that we are prepared to have success and to be victorious in the battle against the evil one. Well, this morning we're going to sing an invitation hymn. Perhaps you've been working on putting on the armor of God, but, but you need to spend some time focusing more on your communications. Communications from Him to us and from us to Him. Prepare to, to be more focused in that communication process. Whatever decisions on your heart, whatever need you have in your life today, won't you come as we stand and we sing?